Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell, today along with our producer, Thomas Mates. Now, today's guest recently launched a unique program in Orange County. It is a 24-7 community fridge offering access to fresh food as well as canned and dried goods. Yeah, and the pantry also offers educational materials as well as contraceptive uh, options for people. And we are so pleased today to be joined by Catherine Franco from the Neighborhood Fridge. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me today. Of course. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about your background and how this whole idea came about to open up a community fridge here in Central Florida. Yes, so I used to work for, um, work with, excuse me, a mutual aid project called Metamorphosis Mobile Boutique. Um, we used to do clothing pop-ups at different events um, to provide clothes to those in need. Um, the focus of the project was to provide fashionable clothes, sustainable clothes, bring sustainable fashion. Um, but the main reason why I joined the project was just so I could get, you know, experience mm-hmm. in mutual aid spaces and nonprofit spaces. So after being a part of that project for a while, I got inspired to start my own project, um, which was the Neighborhood Fridge. I realized that I wanted to be involved in the movement for food justice. Um, and I traveled a lot during my travels a lot up north. I noticed that you would see these fridges outside. And I was like, wow, this is, I was surprised to see that this is not something that's big, you know, like that's mm-hmm. everywhere. Because I'm like, that would be amazing, you know, instead of waiting for supplemental help, you could just go to a fridge. You don't have to give your name. You don't have to do paperwork. You just go in there and you grab whatever items you need, you know, to help you. So, and also another inspiration was just needing healthier access to healthier food. So that is a big thing for the project. It's not just like so people could get free food. They can get access to healthy foods, nourishing foods. So this location is actually located on Edgewater Drive, not too far away from Orlando's College Park neighborhood, just to give people an idea of where exactly it's located. And it's right behind a laundromat. Yes. So how did that targeting that specific area come about? Well, the goal was to target underserved communities. Um, I've been working on a pitch, you know, just like that area is a laundromat. So there's just like a bunch of different people that come in and out and it was going to be right there. So I figured, oh, hey, I'm watching I'm washing my clothes. Maybe I could go to the back and see what kind of items they offer. When did you get this idea? Like, how long did it take for this to come to fruition? Years, I would say. Um, Because there was just a lot of things going on in my personal life. And um, I've never done something like this before. You know, I was just new to a mutual aid project. And I was just working on realizing the possibilities, doing research, seeing how these projects work. Like, I started following a lot of um, different Instagrams for fridge projects all over the world. And I was just seeing, how does this work? How does this run? I started messaging people, asking questions. And I was just like, you know what? I think that I can do this and I want to try. So 
the idea, I could say, was like 2019, 2020, um, and it's 2023 now. It's when it actually is launched. Um, so it now that I've I actually launched the project, I feel confident in doing it again, and that is the goal that we're currently looking and working with other orgs right now to um, find businesses that would like to host fridges and um, underserved communities. Okay, so you said that you first got you first started trying to launch it in 2019. Obviously, something happened between 2019 and now. Right. <laughs> How yes. much did, was that a, a, a monkey wrench in the in the works of, of your plan? Well, at that time, you know, the pandemic hit. Um, work changed a lot for me. Um, and again, a lot of I had some personal issues. So at that time, I just kind of had to take a pause from the mutual aid mm-hmm. work. Um, and I was I was still doing some remote stuff with the other project that I was working with. Um, they had moved the operation to Philly. So I was just kind of like remotely involved. Um, but we did start a care package initiative that was really cool. They did a they ended up, you know, um, getting local coverage over there for the project. And um it was another project um, that got together with us over there, um, and they did this thing called the Care Package Initiative, where they were mailing different care packages to people. We had a Google form, and we would um, reach out to all these different lines um, to donate uh, different things to so just provide a care package for people to, you know, since we couldn't keep the operation open. Um, so I was a part of that for a bit. Um, then I had to take a step back and um, kind of just focus on my personal life for a little bit. So the idea, um, you know, came back to me. Um, I got involved with some other community organizations that are doing a lot of great work. So I just started networking, asking questions, getting involved with the right people. And that's how I um, came across Emmanuel, which is a person that um, came with the whole blueprint and built the shed. Um, and he's been so amazing, such a huge help with this um, project. And then um, I thought of like, you know, who do I know that owns a business? And, and that's when I was, and I was just like, all right, well, I thought of my friend Sean. I was like, oh my gosh, a laundromat would be great. The goal really was to have it out front because most of these places have it out front. But where um, that location doesn't um, allow any of the businesses to have anything out front. And it makes sense once you see the infrastructure. Um but yeah, we were like, you know what? The back looks great. There's a lot of space, so it doesn't get in the way of the business. Mm-hmm. And um, if people want to go, there's enough space for someone to just head out back. And it's kind of nice, too, because it's a little discreet. You know, if you yes. need some assistance, you might not want to be out front. And, and people seeing that you're mm-hmm. there um, seeking help. What I love about the community fridge, though, is there is a real focus and emphasis on healthy food choices. Mm-hmm. Why was that such an important factor for you? Well, me growing up... Um, I grew up in 10 years of my life in the Dominican Republic, and um, we weren't the richest people, but one thing that we were wealthy in was community. And where I lived, everybody helped some way or another. You know, I grew up where, like, I would wake up in the morning, and I remember I would just grab, like, a bucket of water, and I would sit. We had a, a neighbor that had, like, a center garden, and he would, it was huge. So he would share it with everyone in the community, and all he asked for was that everybody helped him take care of it. So my life was just like, I didn't realize how like awesome it was to just grow up in a space <laughs> like that. Cause I would just get up, grab a bucket of water, wash my fruit and I would just sit there and eat it. And no one went hungry, you know, like we didn't have mansions or anything, but it was just like, everybody was 
helping one another. And I realize that that's such a beautiful thing, experiencing even now with the Fridge Project. So like I wanted to be around a space of community. Um, and then coming here, um, my mom didn't have much, you know, we were just, my mom, her two kids, um, it, we were having issues with housing. My mom had to work overnight all the time, you know. Mm -hmm. It was just like we would get what she could give us. Right. And coming from that space and um, not having access to a lot of healthy foods, I wish there were more resources where, you know, we could receive more education. We didn't barely spoke English. My mom didn't speak English at all. Um, so it was just like I want to be able to build a space where people who are struggling from food insecurity can have access to to these healthy foods because there's so many things that take into effect when you're not properly being fed you know like mental health issues mm -hmm. being overweight comes with a bunch of other issues so i just want to be part of the movement that brings that resource to people that really need it you know and when you eat better, you absolutely do feel better. One thousand so, percent. Yes, I can attest. To that. Where does all the food come from? Who? How? How do you stock the fridge? Honestly, it's just been a community effort. Um, we've had um, a lot of local organizations like Central Florida Mutual Aid. Um, Free Kitchen is a project that um, they cook food um, and feed people. Um, there's been a lot of local markets. Like we have um, today, I just went ahead and picked up some food from. Uh, uh, city Orlando City Pasta, they've made a nice donation, um, Sprout Up, like it's just, and then just regular people, like the whole point of the project is, you know, like give what you can, take what you need. So it's like if you have some extra groceries at home that you think is going to go bad and you're not going to be able to eat it, you can go out to the local fridge and take it out and then someone that needs it can, can take it. So it's just been donations from everyone. Um, I also refill the fridge with the donations as well, but it's just been Every so a community effort. Random yeah. people can just go up there and put whatever they want in the fridge. Yes, yes, of course. And, and I'm sorry, go on. And if you need any ingredients, you know, like you can go check out the fridge. Um, there's a lot of things in the works right now. Um, we're currently um, trying to uh, we're working with an organization. Nothing's set in stone yet, but um, we're working on bringing um, care packages as well, like um, with hygiene products, um, diapers. Right now, are being um, an organization is giving us some um, called Blue Trunk. Um, they're giving us some um, diapers. Um, they've been helping us a lot uh, with bags as well for people to take um, to, to fill in with the you know like a little grocery store. Um, but yes. Yeah, and beyond just stocking the fridge, even just getting the fridge, building the structure, that was all a community effort as well, yes. correct? Well, um, so we were trying to get funding to buy the materials. So that's when um, just digital marketing, um, we came across the organization Florida Access Network. Mm -hmm. um, we, had the, we had them reach out to us and they offered to purchase all the materials to build the shed. And they did. They purchased all the materials. Um, we picked them up, took them to the builder's house. He built it, um, brought back. It was just, it was just so cool seeing this whole thing come together. And then, once we built the shed, the next thing was, you know, um, let's do a pop up event. And we were thinking of ideas that would be attractive for a pop up event. And it was just like, well, we're going to paint the shed, so why not just bring all the artists? And then we did a call to artists. Had a bunch of really cool local artists reach out to us. And literally, the whole how everything came together with the artists. You would think that these people knew each other, and like <laughs> they were best friends that painted yeah. things together. All they're the time. talented, is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they were really talented, yeah. 
and they were able to work together yeah. really well. Like literally, we had a, a meeting, a virtual meeting, the day before the launch, uh -huh. and they all just came together, created the design, and everything just. Like and said, what was the focus of the design? What you know? What were the important things that you wanted it to showcase? So I told them like obviously we were going to have. Um, free food, that's a big one. <laughs> so we wanted to be diverse as well and add different languages as well. So free food, we had free food in English and Spanish and in Creole. So, and also just letting people know we're fighting for food justice. Um, and then I told artists, hey, just have some fun. Um, the rest, this is what I want. And then you guys can just have the rest. And then that's when they started coming up with ideas. Like, you know, let's add some fruits. I'm like, let's add, I was like, think food justice when you're yeah. going to be painting this. And what do you mean by fighting for food justice? What does well, that mean? To me, it means that I think being properly nourished is a human right. I think that all people deserve to be fed good food that's actually helping them and so by fighting for food justice, I think this project is so important because there's so many people that don't have access to healthy foods. They just have access to junk, you know, like stuff that's not good for you, that over the years, it's killing you. So us, this project, the goal is to have it everywhere, everywhere that it's a necessity. So the project itself is a fight for food justice. And so you've had it there for a little while now. Uh, what's been the reaction from the community that it's in? Have you seen a big turnout? What's It's been doing amazing. Um, I'm literally just overwhelmed myself with just like trying to, you know, all these different ideas that are being thrown about the project, all these other local organizations wanting to team up to do some work. Um, we have a local organization that wants to come and like do a pop-up event where like they'll be doing a free HIV testing and, hep and testing for hep C and B and offering treatments. Um, and um, they're also going to be bringing free clothes. They want to bring hygiene kits. Um, there's just so many ideas. And we've gotten so much support from all these local organizations that I'm just like so happy. It's just, it fills my heart. <laughs> what about your friend who owns the laundromat? What is, what is his reaction to all of this? He then? is yeah. so happy. His <laughs> name is Sean Nelson. And he is so happy to be a part of this. Like when I pitched the idea to him, he was just like, Yes, this would be amazing. I'd love to do it. He's been nothing but helpful the entire time, and I'm so, so grateful. Um, they have a second location in Hiawassee. Um, the business is called Laundromart. It's in Northgate. It's actually literally four minutes away from here. Mm -hmm. um, so down the street, and again, it's been doing so well. Um, it's beginning to pick up, and they're just so happy. The whole staff has been so helpful with everything. Literally, um, we're even trying to work on possibly opening the second um, fridge location at their second location on Hiawassee um, because that's another really good location for it. What has surprised you the most with this whole process? Um, I would say the impact. Um, I wasn't sure how it was going to be received, you know, um, but so far I've just been, like I said, I've been overwhelmed with joy with just how everyone's just coming together to help, you know, and be a part of this. And so many people want to be a part of this. And that makes me so happy. What were some of the hurdles and challenges and obstacles that were thrown up trying to, uh, you know, prevent you from moving forward? I would say so far it was just the funding. You know, um, right now we're still dealing with funding issues because, you know, this project is all community-led and all donation-led. So um, the hurdle is just like, 
we have so many ideas and so many things we want to do, but that was just that, the funding, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to figure this out? Um, and just like bringing people together, like, you know, just like the, the insecurities of doing something like this. You're like, oh my gosh, how is this going to be received? But so far it's been, it's been great. But I would say the challenge is just that. And no one has, no one has let me down. I'm sorry. I have no complaints. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, this is, seems like a, a relatively unique program here in Central Florida and most certainly in Orange County. Has anyone from the county reached out to you about this and, and how they might be helping or how they could help? No, they haven't. Um, I'm actually just uh, getting just acquainted with a mm. lot of different people. You know, I'm new to um, the nonprofit world or um, we're working on getting our status. And um, right now we, we just recently got a fiscal sponsor. Um, so it's just been me trying to understand how to before mm-hmm. getting the 501c3 status because that in itself is just a whole nother a whole nother you know workload mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to get situated trying to have like um reaching out to like local farms to see who's willing to help distribute mm-hmm. you know distrib- mm-hmm. um, becoming a distributor so we can have like a good traffic of things coming in because right now um there's nothing that's like set in stone with anybody donating so it's just been like okay this person donated this person donated so i'm just working on trying to make this a more consistent thing and getting bigger donors so that we can expand and then be sure to say hey if i open another location I know that I'm going to have lettuce there and I'm going to have tomatoes there. Which is a challenge we have certainly heard over (laughs) and over and over again through the years, the whole logistics of it, because we have so much food waste and no one wants to see that, but it's how do you actually get that to the people who need it? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And having, um, you know, community fridges where people are who, you know, may not be able to drive across town to this location or to a grocery store, but to have this in their backyard has got to be key. And we have heard people doing kind of turning little free libraries into community food banks. But this is like the next level because you actually have a real refrigerator plugged in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How big of a space are we talking about? Um, I'm not really sure. It's just really a, one of those little basic white fridges. It was donated. Um, that's how it all started. I was just like seeking on Instagram. Hey, does anyone have a fridge they want to donate? And, um, <laughs> Do you have a truck to go like pick up the fridge? Yeah, we, we just, I literally just asked a friend. I was like, hey, can we use your truck? Would you want to help me do this? And they're like, sure, let's do it. But um, delivering everything, you know, after we started to get a little bit more funding, we were able to use that money um, to rent a U-Haul to, like, uh-huh. bring the whole structure together. And then the deliver the fridge, it was another effort from another organization that was like, hey, does anyone know anyone with a truck who could help us drop off this fridge? Only two people could carry it. So um, yeah. mm-hmm. it fits a good amount. But hopefully for the future, you know, for future launches, we have a better budget and we can get a bigger fridge, you know, a commercial fridge. Um, that people can um, have way more access to mm-hmm. foods because that's the goal, mm-hmm. and it will happen. Yeah, and there are some <laughs> some some do's and don'ts insofar as what people can donate, right? Yes, yes, yes. So projects like these are protected by the Emerson Food Act. So you have to make sure that you're in compliant with in compliance with that, or else you know it could cause some issues. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that you know everything <clears throat> is just packaged foods. We know the allergens. 
We know all of the ingredients. Right. If someone were to put in, um, you know, like a cooked meal, that's what we prefer it to be like from a restaurant. Right. And so they, we know this came from this restaurant. I can't bake some cookies at my house and go put them in the pantry <laughs> is what I'm hearing you say. Well, <laughs> if you did, Lisa, you would have to. <laughs> you would have to put down the ingredients that you put in okay. and just have a whole packaging. Um, yeah. And that would, so that people know what they're, you know, mm-hmm. take, right. ingesting. So. Hmm. There's a lot. I bet I cannot imagine everything that you've learned throughout this whole process. A lot. Yes. A lot. <laughs> I'm so, still learning. And the good news is, is people can follow along on your journey on social media. Yes, yeah. we do have our Instagram. It's at Neighborhood Fridge on, and um, we have everything. All you can, all the questions. We're working on perfecting. Um, we're working on a site now, um, and just getting as much information as there as possible. Um, you know, I'm also working on just building a team. So if anybody is interested in being a part of this project, do reach out to us because we need all the help that we can get right now. So, so <clears throat> you had mentioned that you're already kind of looking at potentially doing a second location. What do you think is going to be your timetable for that? Or is that just more like, you know, this will happen eventually? <laughs> um, definitely it's not going to take me four, uh, four years. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now I have a, a better structure and I'm dedicating my time to this project more. I'm, I'm, I'm involved now. I'm fully yeah. involved. So, um, I'm, I'm just giving... scrolling Craigslist for fridges. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Craigslist, you guys have any fridges? <laughs> no, but the goal is, I'm giving this one three months mm-hmm. and they're in these three months so far what it's been like 15 days that the fridge right. has been up yeah. and running so i'm giving it three months to see how it goes in the process i'm just working on perfecting you know what's going to happen for the next one now i have a better idea on the budget what's needed and we're just trying to make it even better so i would say in the next six months the next five months i don't know don't quote me on that the next three days who knows like but <laughs> Um, the goal is to launch them in communities that are going to be really needing the resource, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, um, knowing that, like you said, it's just cool to have it right there. Like, oh, hey, there's a local business on the street. Right. I can walk and mm-hmm. grab a bag of stuff that I might need. Um, and not just food, you know, like we have the contraceptives, um, diapers, um, shampoo, conditioner, mm-hmm. like all these different organizations are donating all these things. And I'm like, well, it's not illegal to have it. So why not? You know, yeah. like. And then doing the pop-up event um, to do the free HIV testing and the Hep C testing and giving free clothes. Like, you know, it's just seeing all of these people coming together. It's just so awesome. So we're, um, we're open to bringing fridges to spaces that are willing to host and willing to be a part of this. So us... The more funding we get, the easier it is. So I love it. And you are awesome. Catherine Franco, thank you so much for joining us today on Florida Foodie. We really appreciate it and wish you the very best. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me today. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Catherine Franco. You can find The Neighborhood Fridge on Facebook and Instagram. There you can also find links to donate. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley, our post-production audio engineer, Chris Flora, and our director, Joe Grennan. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream your podcasts. 
And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on ClickOrlando.com and on YouTube. Just search for Florida Foodie.